Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you, and enjoy the show. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I'm coming to you live from Santa Cruz, California. I'm going to be talking about the way to get healthy today. A lot of the people out there that listen to us probably recognize that song from Grace Slick and the Jefferson Airplane back in a day when I was young. And, uh, you know, what's really come across very important to me is I'm working with this incredible group of people that are in my um, fasting workshop. Uh, this is the second, uh, second group we've put through this, although most of the first group are still there because we're having such incredible wins. But, you know, a lot of the people in my age group, 55 to 70 plus, you know, we kind of understand that our time on this planet, we might have 20 or 30 good years left. But if we go the way that Western medicine's going, where one out of two of us are going to die of cancer, one out of three of us are going to end up with Alzheimer's disease. Right now, 50% of Americans are either diabetic or pre-diabetic, and 30 million Americans have uh, thyroid conditions let alone one out of 33 children are ending up with autism. So what's really crazy to me is, you know, that I have a group called Health Rebels, and this is now going to be called Rebel Radio, and I'm going to be on Monday, the first three Saturdays of the month now. So I've picked up a Monday, I mean the first uh, Saturday, which I'm really happy about. But one thing that's really become apparent is back in the day when I was playing that song from the Jefferson Airplane, before they were the Jefferson Starship, we were all pretty rebellious. We all grew up around Vietnam and, you know, or before. And, you know, I grew up in Berkeley and spent a lot of times in, in People's Park and Haight-Ashbury. And then, of course, going to the Fillmore West and listening to shows. But the thing was that we just questioned everything. We questioned authority. And uh, what's happened to us is all of a sudden we are kind of like most people our age are more or less just going down the Western medicine path without even thinking twice about it. Maybe not even knowing what the statistics are. But I have a new group emerging, and it's called the Health Rebels, and we're going to play you our cry from uh, last Thursday night. Here it goes. Who are we? Health Rebels! Health Rebels! Health Rebels! for Now, those of you out on Facebook didn't hear that because uh, I can't remember how to turn it on the outside mic. But anyway, it's health rebels and we're fighting for our lives. Because if we go down the same path uh, that is being paved for us, we're going to end up a statistic. And my goal is for us to be as healthy as we can for the latter part of our life. So one, a couple of things I want to um, focus on today is... This whole idea of being a rebel health-wise, what do you have to do? Well, number one, you have to look at what's going on in, in the mainstream and decide whether you want to be part of it. And then if you see that that's not where you want to go, I mean, I liken it to a bunch of cattle going down a chute waiting for their term to be bopped on the head, and then they end up as USDA on a shelf somewhere. That's not the path you want to go to. It's really important to take a look at your health right now and decide where you want it to go. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm starting, um, a lot of you out there know that I am an author. I have four books written. Um, they're all historical fiction based on my family and five generations in California. But I have um, started a new book that I'm working on. It's a health book. It's called The Story of My Two Brains and Other Related Organs. And since I'm speaking to a particular group, it's... Um, 
it's an, an old hitchhiker's guide to better health because most of us that are in our older age group, uh, you know, we used to hitchhike around the country. We used to just do things we wanted. We never, we've always questioned authority. And um, it's led us to this point where I'll tell you a story. In fact, I'm just going to read you a little bit here of what I've got here. It says, whatever happened to the good old days, the days that came and went, being barefoot and fancy free, or foot loose and fancy free. Well, what's funny is I still feel as young as ever. I just wish my body would cooperate. I remember hanging out at People's Park back in the 70s, going over to Haight-Ashbury and seeing shows at Fillmore West. It seemed I could stay up all night and put as many unmentionables in my body as I please and still wake up, albeit one o'clock in the afternoon, refreshed. Well, I was close to 50 years ago. My body doesn't recover quite so easily. What really struck me odd was one day I was working with one of my patients. She was an older lady in, in her late 60s. She was hard of hearing and her body was somewhat feeble. So we got to talking and, and I asked her where she grew up and she said, New York. And I don't know why, but I went, huh, well, did you go to Woodstock? And she said, yep. And that's when it hit me. You know, a lot of the people in this age group, you know, you look at people and then you think, oh, there's somebody who's been around on the planet for a while, but you don't realize where they've been, what stories they can tell. So I started looking at my older patients with a new set of eyes. These guys may have bodies that are starting to fail, but they have amazing stories. So, you know, I, I ask, I question, what happened to the rebel in us? When did we start to conform? And I can't even believe I said that word. Okay, I thought we were supposed to turn on, tune in, and drop out. It may be all well and good that we did survive. We made a living, and we're still here to talk about it, but at what cost? The quality of health is terrible. And in fact, if you weren't aware of it, we're rated 47th in the world for health. It makes one wonder why we were all out doing our thing, learning to survive, was some faction making a business out of keeping us sick? Wasn't Wonder Bread supposed to build strong bodies in 12 ways? Weren't Wheaties the breakfast a champion? And didn't Clark Kent endorse Sugar Frosted Flakes? So that's the, uh, the beginning of my book, and uh, it will probably be out by the end of the year. But... In the meantime, I have incredible mentors. I have Dr. Daniel Pompa, which you've heard me talk about. Uh, Dr. Um, Jason Fung has been a huge influence in what we're doing. Of course, the guy who won the Nobel Prize in 2016, Dr. Yushinori Asumi, won the Nobel Prize for what he termed autophagy. And you all should know that word, autophagy, autophagy, self-eating. The body will actually eat up and destroy bad cells, be them cancer cells or weak heart cells, bad microbiome, which are the guts, the bugs in your gut. Your body knows how to survive. That's all it wants to do. So we just have to learn how to help our body survive. I, when I uh, first met Dr. Pompa a couple years ago, I was at a huge chiropractic convention called CalJam down in, in Los Angeles, and I saw him talk on the stage right, uh, right after Robert Kennedy talked, and Robert Kennedy was talking about vaccinations, and, you know, it's a whole other subject that we are being confronted with, whether or not we have, uh, where are our rights to decide what can go into our body or not, not have anything forced on us or mandated on us, but... Whether they're good or bad, should we have that government tell us what to do? Right after um, Robert Kennedy spoke, Dr. Daniel Pompa got up and he started talking my language. He started talking about chronic disease and the cause of disease and that all disease comes from inflammation in the body, which has been in the newspapers. It's been on Time magazine. Everybody agrees to it. Even the Western of Western medicine agrees that inflammation is causing heart disease. It's causing Alzheimer's disease. It's causing cancers. So if there's a way to handle the inflammation in our body, wouldn't that be something to do? Well, there is, and I've been working with Dr. Pompa for uh, two years now, and we've seen huge, huge changes. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the things we can do. In fact, I want to let you know that you, any of you out there that aren't a health rebel, go join Health Rebels. Go to Facebook Live and go to Health Rebels and ask to join, and I'll admit you in. 
I'm broadcasting this on my professional page, which is Dr. Duncan McCollum, D.C., but in Health Rebels, it's a private group. There's no advertising or anything. We're really talking about that's where you can get in and ask questions and get some answers. Um, so at any rate, when I was listening to Dr. Pompa talk, I went, wow, this is what I want. And uh, after he talked, I went over to his booth and a very good friend of mine just walked right by me, right into the booth, gave him a big hug and then started talking. And that's Dr. Mindy Pels, who's a very good friend of mine who has a practice over the hill. I talked to Mindy and I go, Mindy, what are you doing with Dr. Pompa? She goes, don't even ask a question, Duncan, just join his organization and start. And I did. It's been the best thing I've done uh, for my patients because it's allowing me to fill in a huge gap. I mean, chiropractic is amazing. Chiropractic, um, 50 years ago, you get adjusted and your body was fine. But now with 84,000 chemicals released into the environment, including glyphosate, which is Roundup, and you all know about the court cases there, and the amount of mold that we get, and four, four generations of heavy, heavy metals coming through our mother's uh, placenta blood, heavy metals such as lead and mercury, they get into our body. And so you think when a baby's born, there's a clean, innocent, healthy baby. Well, we know based on the study of the, of the environmental uh, work group that there's actually 278 chemicals that they found in the placental blood of babies that hadn't lived outside the womb yet. A lot of them are neurotoxic. Some are cancer-causing. Um, others are just toxic in general. And this study is, uh, you know, founding, um, it's profound on what they're stating. Now, one thing we also know is that everybody is born with a certain size bucket. And that bucket is how much toxins your body can hold before it spills over and, and makes you sick and gets, turns on bad genes. Bad genes like cancer genes, Alzheimer genes. We know there's seven different SNPs right now that cause Alzheimer, and they probably found more. Um, rheumatoid arthritis, um, all of those things, multiple sclerosis, all caused by inflammation in the cells that are affecting these genes and turning on the bad genes. So not only do we have the stuff that our mother gave us, and some degree our father through his altered genes, through the sperm, we also have the environmental toxins that we live in. And, you know, if you live in Santa Cruz or especially Watsonville, there's tons of stuff that you breathe, eat, and drink all the time. The food that we eat. And then we've been um, subjected to poisons and toxins through injections that we've had. Um, you know, it's just huge. The, the chance of us surviving without disease is is well, one out of two of us are going to die of cancer. One out of three are Alzheimer's disease. 50% of the country is pre-diabetic or diabetic. It's just, just look at the statistics. They're not my statistics. So when I talked to Dr. Pompa and I listened to him, I realized this guy had taken several different um, health remedies or, or practices and put them together in something that nobody's ever done before. Still nobody's doing it. And it's the most remarkable way to get your body healthy. And um, so we've all heard of intermittent fasting. It was the second most, or I think the first most searched word last year in health. And then the one right after it was ketosis. And, you know, so you can't just do intermittent fasting. You can't just do ketosis. You have to put in detoxification, cellular detoxification and ancient healing strategies, which is you can't eat whatever you want, whenever you want, as long as you want, with whoever you want, anytime you want. Before World War II, we ate seasonal food. And when you look at the ancient healing or the ancient cultures, you know, they ate a mammoth. They, they chased a mammoth for, you know, three weeks and finally got it. Then they sat down and ate mammoth meat for three months. Then winter would come and they would eat the fat that they saved as well as the nuts and roots that they stored. No more protein. Then when spring came, there was nothing. It was called starvation spring. Then they'd start to be green grass. So they started grazing on grass and then fruits and vegetables and they had to kill mammoth again. So this is 
called ancient healing strategies. Now, the beauty of this is the body needs to survive. It needs to fight to survive. And with the diet that we have, which you can eat anything, and it's predominantly grains, which are incredibly inflammatory, and any American-made grain has been sprayed liberally with Roundup, and, um, you know, we eat way too much. Your stomach is like a muscle, and if you just kept, if I just kept pumping iron all day long here, pretty soon my muscle would get tired and it would break down. Well, when we keep, we've been told to eat six meals a day, especially if you're diabetic. Every time you put something in, not including snacks, so most people eat 12 to 13, 14 times a day, because every time they put a nut in their mouth, they're stimulating insulin to be produced, and you're actually... Um, causing your body to go into this sugar overload, this kind of wavy pattern of too much insulin, trying to store it as fat. So when you start to alter what you eat, like you've got these things, I think everybody's heard of microbiome by now. Microbiome are the bugs in your gut. There's 100 trillion bacteria in your digestive system, 50,000 in your mouth, and then your whole skin is covered with them, everything. Nothing gets into our body without a microbiome processing it first. So the problem is in the microbiome in our stomach that they get really lazy. They get really weak. And then they eat our food and digest it. And rather than giving us nutrition, they, they basically poop toxins that are absorbed into our body. And with the digestion of various grains like gluten, altered gluten, and um, glyphosate, the walls of our intestines start to break apart and bigger particles get into our body. The thing is, when you do um, diet variation, which is one part of what Dr. Pompa has put together in this dynamic workshop that we're doing, which I'll go into more in a minute, you actually, if let's just think that there's three different types of bugs in our gut. Those that digest protein, those that digest fat, and those that digest carbohydrates. And from 10 to 1, you might have some real strong ones in the 8, 9, and 10, some real weak ones in the 3, 2, 1s. Those guys aren't doing you any good. They're weak. They're causing disease. They're probably diseased themselves. So when you ate a mammoth, all you were eating was protein. So you would starve off the weaker carbohydrate microbiome and the weaker fat microbiome. Only the strong would survive. And that's what autophagy means, breaking down all of the weak cells in the body and only the strong would survive. So you would have a lot more protein-eating microbiome when all you're eating is meat or protein. Then when you um, start to eat fat, your fat microbiome are going to proliferate and grow and multiply, but from the eight, nines, or ten. So you can actually get some strong, healthy microbiome there. But guess what happens to the protein ones? All those weak ones now die because there's no food for them. Same thing happens when you start eating a lot of carbohydrates. Now all the all of the extra fat ones die and then the carbohydrate ones proliferate. But at the end, if you can see, you end up with a whole bunch of really strong ones of each. That's what we need. We need to be a mean fighting machine. In fact, with that, let's play our battle cry again. How do I turn this up in here? I forget. Who are we? Help Rebels! Help Rebels! Help Rebels! In for our lives! There we are. Health Rebels, fighting for our lives. That's what we're doing, and I need you to join us because we need more people healthy with us. And I'm just going to point this out again. Health Rebels, go to Facebook, and um, my, my daughter's here telling me what to do. And join Health Rebels. I, I guarantee you're going to be glad you did, and we'll invite you in. So intermittent fasting, the ketogenic diet, and ancient healing strategies. So we just went over ancient healing strategies, and that's to put in certain type of foods. One problem with a diet like if you look at the ketogenic diet, people start doing it and they do really well. But then all of a sudden it doesn't work anymore. Why? Because your body just kind of gets used to it and it is no longer challenging the body. So you're going to stop losing weight. You're going to um, probably start to put on weight. You're going to start to get inflamed and your body will become sick. So even with the um, paleo diet, 
paleo is pr predominantly protein. So it does really well at a, for a while because all those other microbiome die off. But the thing is that pretty soon the paleo diet's going to stop working. Now, one thing about the paleo, when you're eating a lot of meat, that's a that's gross stuff. Muscle grows in a protein diet. Something called human growth hormone is produced tremendously when you're digesting protein. So guess what else grows when you have all that stuff proliferating in a very hot, because proteins burn as sugar and it's very inflammatory. So you also get bad things growing like cancer cells and various things like that. So you do want to have that growth spurt, but not constantly. So you want to move in and out of various diets. If you're doing the ketogenic diet and you're actually in ketosis, which I'll talk about in a minute, you want to move in and out of it. Your body doesn't do well forever in a ketogenic diet on ketones. You need to move in and out of it because at one point you want to eat extra protein or extra carbohydrates to build the body up. That's the way we were designed. That's the way our bodies were designed. So intermittent, I mean, so the diet variation is really important. And by the way, we have a workshop. It's, uh, we've been going since January. It's every Thursday night from seven to eight. We're going into week five now, but anybody's welcome to come sit in. It's seven to eight o'clock at my office, McCollum Family Chiropractic there in Capitola, right by Bed Bath & Beyond and Rabobank in between there. Come find out about our group, come join our group. These guys are amazing. And those are everybody you heard yelling. You know, they're so excited uh, about how their lives have changed and how, you know, their bodies have changed. I'm going to read a success story from one of our patients. This is from Judy. She says, I'm gr so grateful to have been given the opportunity to learn this material and participate in the seven-week workshop. Over the course, I felt my mind clear, my energy stabilized to a much more consistent level during the course of the day. 14 pounds shed, several inches melt, melted away, and less pain. All this while eating great, enjoyable food. At the time of the workshop, I was going through an extremely difficult and stressful situation involving somebody in my family. Having stable blood sugar and a clear mind helped me deal with the situation more effectively than I would have prior to the workshop. I also found it easy to keep on the plan of intermittent, varied fasting, ketogenic style eating, and diet variation despite the stress. So those are the four things that we're doing. This is a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. Many of the people in the workshop always say this is a lifestyle change. So, um, and then she says, to wrap up, I've been on a healing journey for several years. Each change has made an improvement in my overall health. But this dynamic approach, that's Dr. Pompa's coined word, because we're looking to get stem cells produced. The stemnomic approach was the big missing piece. It's a big missing puzzle piece, and it is. I now truly that I have met all my health goals and desire with this in place. So this has been a huge, huge improvement on what's going on in our health. And, you know, um, I recommend if you want, go to my, web or to my website, McCollum Family Chiropractic, and watch some of the videos on the intermittent fasting or on the cellular healing diet. I think you will, uh, you'll get a lot of information out of it. You can also go to YouTube, McCollum Family Chiropractic, and watch some of them there. My goal is to get as many people and in, in if it's my age group, if it's younger, awesome. We do have some, some people in their late 20s that are in our course. But a lot of times when you're that young, you feel invincible and you don't have the chronic inflammation unless you've got Lyme disease or some kind of rheumatoid arthritis or if you've been exposed to lots of chemicals, then you, know, you might want to be checking this out or be part of our group. But uh, you know, we've, we're changing a lot of people's lives. I think what I'll do is I'm going to go ahead and, um, Griffin, let's play Dr. Fung's, uh, Dr. Jason Fung is a nephrologist, and we're going to go ahead and play his workshop. And uh, if you don't mind coming in and showing me how to make this speaker work while we do it, I'd appreciate it. All right, so here we go, Dr. Jason Fung. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. Dr. Fung is an amazing doctor, uh, nephrologist who's really 
breaking amazing ground with diabetes. And he has uh, been embracing the nation with um, fasting and how we can actually, through fasting, reverse type 2 diabetes. So we're really glad to have you here. And I thought Thank maybe you. you could just mention a few things about it. Yeah, it's uh, not very hard to understand because if you don't eat, then your body is going to need to use up that glucose because yeah. it's an energy source. So if you don't eat, your blood sugars will fall. Everybody knows that. So then why can't we use that as a therapeutic option? Because now you've got a, a sort of treatment that's 100% natural, completely free, and wouldn't that be better to do than to go see your doctor and take expensive medications that have potential side effects? Uh, and, and that's the real thing, is that it, this, this represents a new option for people that a lot of people haven't thought about before. And it's like, if, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, well, you really haven't lost anything. Like, you don't eat for, for a few hours. That's, that's mm -hmm. the only thing. You're hungry for a little bit. But you haven't lost anything. But if it works for you, it really can change your life because that type 2 diabetes can cause so many diseases, right? It can cause heart disease and kidney disease and blindness and stroke. Yeah, number and one cause of kidney failure too, exactly. right? Exactly, and it's no fun. And at that yeah. point, if you develop all those diseases, there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that people always think is that, well, you know, I can go get some insulin from my doctor. Right. And the problem with that is that, yes, you can get insulin from your doctor, it won't make you healthier. Mm -hmm. That's the point. That if you have uh, type 2 diabetes and you take all these medications, you don't actually prevent any heart disease or strokes or anything like that. The insulin doesn't make it better because it doesn't get rid of the sugar. Yeah, and that you were mentioning too that insulin, I mean, most people have a problem of too much insulin anyway. Yeah. So when you said, why the heck would you give somebody more insulin if their problem is too much insulin in the first place? Exactly, and the insulin, as everybody who takes it knows, causes weight gain. You mm -hmm. take insulin, you gain weight. Well, how is that going to make your diabetes? Well, it's going to make it worse. Mm -hmm. So you're taking a drug that, yes, your sugars will get better, but your underlying disease is going to get worse. Right. And it's like year after year, you're just giving yourself more medications. And guess what? That's exactly what we saw. So, you, you know, in the standard treatment, and the scary part, of course, is that you could go to 99% of doctors, even at like the fanciest medical schools, and they'll treat you exactly the same. So they'll give you first a drug and another drug, then insulin, more insulin, more insulin. Right. And they think that they're doing great, but you know, at the end of the day, they've got their heart disease, they've got their strokes, they've got their kidney disease, they haven't actually done anything. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you Thank coming you. here. You've helped so many people. Thank and you so it's much. It's really great. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. You know what's so cool about this whole thing, being on KSEO radio, is it's a family-run radio station. And, you know, you can come here and, you know, I really want to thank Michael Zwirling and everybody here at KSEO for allowing us to be here because, you know, you can come here, you can speak your heart. Um, there's so much uh, that can be um, brought to the public, but no no place to talk about it other than social media. And we know a lot of social media censors so much these days. So I just want to, you know, take a second to thank, uh, again, Michael's Whirling and KSEO. I've had a lot of fun. I've been on the show for over a year now. Um, this book here, Beyond Fasting, I don't know if you can see it or not. This is Dr. Pompa's book. Now, it's not out yet. I was lucky enough to get one of the copies from him. Um, There's about... 50 doctors that work exclusively with Dr. Pompa, and I'm very lucky to be one of them. Um, and again, he's the guy that put all these mediums together to put something together that nobody's done before, and that is to make sure that we get all of the things that we need to do to be healthy. The ketogenic diet by itself is limiting. Uh, fasting by itself is limiting. Detoxification by itself is limiting. And then just eating different foods. A lot of people say, well, I eat really healthy. It's not what you've done the last 10 years. It's what you've done for the first 30 to 40. And now we know it's what your mother's 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 did and what she was exposed to because those heavy metals come down four, to four generations, let alone any other toxic chemicals that might come through. 
So um, on, when we're doing the stenomic workshop or the stenomic class, which is going on um, every Thursday night at my office, 7 to 8 o'clock at McCollum Family Chiropractic, our number is 831-459-9990. Um, and we're going to start a new one, I think, the second week in May. So if you want to jump on the next class from the beginning, you can. But if you want to come watch and see and meet some of the people doing it, you're welcome to, to come in as well. We have standing room only, so get there early and you can talk to some of the people that are, are really having a lot of fun. But some of the, one of the main things we're doing, and I want to talk about ketones. I know there's somebody on the line has a question about oatmeal, so I'm going to see if I can get John here. Hey, John, are you there? Hello? You there? Yeah. Hi, John. Hey, uh Speaking of family, I have some of your sister's Sudi McCollum's artwork in my house. Oh, yeah. We've talked before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, i got two questions. One, I go up to the farmer's market. I get spinach. Sometimes I go to Costco and I buy spinach. They have organic spinach down there. And I, if for breakfast, I put that in a, not a, I guess a fry pan with a cover, and I just let it boil with not too much water. Then I put an egg right in the middle in a nest. And I eat that for breakfast. And it's, you know, not every day, but, you know, two or three times a week. So did and you say, other, I'm sorry, I missed, you said you use spinach with an egg? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, I let spinach steam in the pan, and then I put an egg in there, and it poaches it, so, so on and so forth. And it seems like a real health, healthy breakfast. And then that, the other thing I do is I take a little bit of oatmeal, maybe a third of a cup, some barley, and then I put blueberries, cranberries, maybe raisins, varies from day to day. And I, at, on the radio station there, I hear people always talking about how bad oatmeal and grains are for you. But, you know, I've been eating those for, God, all my life, and I'm almost 70. And they, they, you know, they seem to do well in providing energy for me. I don't know, in digestion and elimination and all that stuff. I don't know why you guys are always preaching against grains. Well, that's a great question, John. And you know what? So let me, first of all, what's your last name? Because my sister was, did you own the, the frame shop in SoCal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. You should contact her. Go to SudiMcCollum.com um, um, webpage and say hi to her. She was interesting, interested, and she, I, we figured that's who you were. But okay. Well, you know, you know what? The, the, the thing about it was she, she's such a delightful person, and you were just starting out back then. Anyway. Okay, so let me just say, are you, you consider yourself pretty healthy, John? Yeah. Good. So there's a lot of people out there that aren't. You know, I mean, we know that one out of two people are going to die of cancer. One out of three are going to have Alzheimer's disease. So this may not matter to you. But for the people that are chronically ill, they can't move their joints and all these kind of things, you know, they're having a problem. And their choice is go down the Western medical approach, which they're welcome to do. But a lot of people need another way to go. And so this, yeah. this is yeah. talking about another way to go. So is oatmeal, you know, necessarily a toxic? Is that what you're saying? Well, it depends. If it's um, organic, it's probably fine. And, you know, that it doesn't mean that you need to be one of the people to change your diet if you're not having a problem with it. But a lot of people, 50% of the population are obese in this country, um, overweight and or obese. So that can, you know, it increases the risk of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, um, colon cancer, heart, all of those things. So if you're not... What, what, do, what do you eat for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. I have uh, I do intermittent fasting. So what I do is I my first meal is usually about 1 o'clock. I wake up in the morning and I have organic um, shade-grown coffee and I put um, whole organic whipping cream in it, which has, turns into a ketone. And that um, actually helps my body burn ketones. And the brain loves burning ketones. There's two types of fuel in our body. There's glucose, and then there's um, ketones. And almost all food in our country, and most everybody in this country are, are uh, glucose-burning people. So they basically 
Um, when you eat any grain or any protein, it burns as glucose. And glucose burns like smoky wood in your fireplace. It's very inflammatory. Um, and that, the, that, as you were listening earlier, in, inflammation is the cause of just about every disease on the planet. It gets, uh, the cells get inflamed, toxins can't get out of the cells, they alter or damage the DNA and the genes, and they turn on bad chronic things. So again... So what do you, what do you eat, eat at one o'clock? Um, well, if I'm going to eat, it's usually um, something very, like I might have some salad. Um, you know, I might have uh, some soup, uh, something along that line. And okay. then at dinner, you know, I'm, I'm usually I'll have one larger meal a day. But it's predominantly the way this diet works is 60% of your food is going to be good, healthy oils. Um, and then you're going the rest will be between protein and carbohydrates. So, you know, um, I, if you want, you can get on my website and take a look at. I'll take a look. Some, I'll take a look at, I'll take a look at Sudi's too. I'm yeah. amazed that you, you guys had a discussion about me because she came into the frame shop and she was, uh, I, I she's one of the customers or patrons that uh, I still remember to this day. She was just so sweet. Yeah, she's very memorable. Okay, she's John. Living in, she she's lives in, in, Glen, in Glendale, yeah. John, yeah, I'm going to yeah. let you go. Thanks so much for calling, okay? Hey, thanks. All right. Bye. Okay, so we're back, and um, I'm still trying to get this stuff coming over the air here, over in the inside, but I think we got it going on. You turned that up all the way, right? Yeah, so that should be fine. So um, that's, that's good. I'm glad John called because, you know, really I want to make sure that people understand that this is a way of life. The way you change uh, the foods you eat, um, most people, I'll, I'll tell you, there's, there's a guy that was, is in my group and he um, came in and he didn't say anything the first week or two. But after just changing his diet alone and doing the, um, he stopped snacking, he started to eat only three meals a day, and he started getting off the inflammatory foods. He told the whole group, and there were about 25 of us there at that time, that he just got off 40 ibuprofen a week, 40 ibuprofen a week. I mean, and he'd been doing that forever. That could kill him. That dose is lethal. And uh, he had no recourse. He was a construction worker, and his joints were all, always inflamed. And he came in and said, guess what? I'm off this. The same week, another woman who um, came in and said, you know what? I was taking 21 ibuprofen a week, and I'm completely off those ibuprofen now. And um, so there's so much that we can do by changing diet. And um, it's... It's amazing. We have uh, about 35 people at our last class. It's about all my office can hold. I'm going to knock out a wall because we, we need to help more people. Um, let's see. So we've talked about the um, diet variation. So it's really important. Some people eat the same thing in and out, day in and day out. Um, you want to vary what you eat with the seasons and go to the farmer's market and buy organic grown food. There's so much information about the soil foods are grown in now, the microbiome and the bugs in the soil. One of the guys in our class is actually an organic farmer in Watsonville, and, and he was sharing with our group that they don't even till the soil now because they know, you know, you drive through Watsonville and you see all this beautiful tilled soil. Well, you're letting out all of the, micro, the microorganisms and you're exposing them to air and a lot of them are dying. And those microorganisms are, when roots are in the ground, those microorganisms take the nutrients in the ground and they digest it so that the roots can absorb it. And there's just so much more information about how to have a healthy, healthy diet. But they also are recommending don't buy food from the same source. Because the micronutrients in one field are going to be different from a micronutrients in another field. So go to a different farm um, at the table and, and buy their um, vegetables that day. And by doing this, you're going to increase the type of microbiome or bugs in your gut. A lot of people take um, acidophilus or you know, probiotics. And 
One of the biggest mistakes you could do is take the same one forever and never alter it because there's, you know, thousands of variety of, of microbiome in our gut. And if you take the same one over and over, you get something called a monoculture, which is too much of one and it's counterproductive. So you do every month you want to change out whatever microbiome you're taking, whatever probiotic. That's going to help you stay stronger and healthier. So um, we've talked about the diet variation and even field variation. So if you are, um, you know, shopping at one place, shop somewhere else. Uh, you're going to get better microorganisms from by, by going in your own body by varying the ones that you put into your body. Then um, John was asking about what I have for breakfast. Well, one thing we're teaching is intermittent fasting and and what you do when you intermittent fast when you're ready and i highly recommend that you talk to a medical doctor if you have a condition i just need to put that out for you you know um talk to your doctors before you start this you can definitely come talk to us but you know i had one lady whose medical doctor said you shouldn't do this because you're you've got a lot of you know, I'm afraid of for your heart. So, you know, I told her, well, do what your doctor wants. And he wants to do all these tests. And my, my assumption was that she was fine. And sure enough, she didn't have any condition. And she can actually do this test or this course with us now. But I don't want her to do that if there's any question. Another one of the guys in our course was um, told that the doctor thought he had a brain tumor and that he had to go get an MRI. And he goes, what do I think? I said, go get the MRI. You know, don't, this isn't in place of medicine. It's to work alongside with medicine. Uh, we know that there's some of the, you know, we've, medicine has saved our lives. There's so much out there. Right now, the fact that the United States takes 50% of all the drugs made in the world, and we're only 4% of the world population, and we're rated 47th in the world for health, should tell you those numbers alone, not my numbers, World Health Organization numbers, that more drugs don't mean you're healthier. And um, Dr. Fung, who you listened to a minute ago, had said from stage, he said, look, if you could get a product that you could sell to a consumer, it didn't cure the consumer and it didn't heal the consumer or kill the consumer. So it didn't fix them or kill them. How long would they need that product? And the product is forever. You know, a lot of my patients that have come in are on seven, eight, nine, ten 10 medications. So intermittent fasting is a way and there's lots of techniques. So I don't recommend trying this unless you, you know, you can come to my workshop, you can look up online, but you know, if you're sick, you need somebody to help you through this and you need to talk to your medical doctor about it if that's, if you're that sick, but we can help you. We've helped lots of people. Um, the other thing is ketones and ketones are huge because I mentioned before, there's two types of fuel in your body. And especially, um, I was just listening to an interview with Dr. Pompa and a gastro, with an OBGYN this morning, Dr. Anna, and I'm afraid I forgot her last name, but you can always contact my office and I'll get you her podcast. And she was uh, an OBGYN that fell victim to all of the problems that women have from imbalanced hormones when she was 40. She was told she was infertile forever and she'd never have any children. She'd actually lost a young child, so she was devastated. But through studying the way the body works and going, understanding that toxins block receptor sites for hormones, that she started researching how to unblock the hormones from the, to get the toxins out of the receptor sites of the hormones. She got pregnant. She has a beautiful young daughter. So the point is that if you're having any hormone problems, you can keep adding more and more hormones to your body, but until you unplug the receptor sites, that means the little catcher's mitt on the cells that can catch that particular hormone. Like you have specific catcher's mitts for estrogen, some for progesterone, some for testosterone, some for thyroid hormones, some for insulin. And all of those are specific to one hormone. And you know, if anybody is pre-diabetic, which 50% of the population is either pre-diabetic or diabetic, your cell receptors aren't working. The cells are resistant to insulin. They're resistant to a hormone. If they're resistant to that hormone, they're resistant to all hormones. So what makes them resistant? Cellular inflammation and toxicity in the body inside the cells. 
we've got to get those toxins out. So cellular detoxification is the other aspect that Dr. Pompa has put together with all these other aspects. So you have ketogenic diet, you move in and out of that. Intermittent fasting, you move in and out of that. Diet variation, so you move in and out of the kind of the foods you eat. And then cellular detoxification, it has to be done right. It's not a one-week cleanse that you get off the shelf or 21 day. Those are good, but it's like scratching the surface. It's like if you spilled white wine on your white car, red wine on your white carpet, you could mop it up off the surface, but that red wine's going to keep coming up and coming up and coming up till you replace the under carpeting and or replace the carpet. So cellular detoxification is something that you're going to really need to understand and do for a lifetime because we are constantly getting bombarded. We don't know what you came into this life with, what your mother's mother's mother brought in. We know that uh, mercury, silver fillings, which are 50% mercury, have been around for 150 years. And we know that that mercury leaches out of the teeth and loves the brain. It gets stuck in the brain, it gets stuck in the pituitary gland, and it gets stuck in the hypothalamus. So those two glands are the master hormone glands. If your uh, pituitary and hypothalamus are messed up, nothing's going to work well in your body. You know, a great way to think about this, if you don't know anything about the endocrine system, the endocrine are the hormones. So that would be like your thyroid hormone. Your pancreas makes insulin. That's your, you know, sugar hormone. There's your gonads, which makes estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone, which actually comes from the adrenal glands. Those are all hormones. And they all need to work based on what they perceive going on in the environment the brain will make a decision what to do and the hypothalamus and the pituitary do that. The best way to explain it is the giant season just started again. I was able to go up to opening game. It was awesome. Thank you, Jeff and Dan Osborne for being so nice to take me up there. And my son Angus had his 22nd birthday up there. My beautiful daughter Natalie is watching me and taking pictures and uh, chewing bubble gum or something. <laughs> she just flew in and her ears plugged. But, um, so here's the endocrine system made easy. The top most important gland in your body is the top of your brain, and that's called the hypothalamus. Right under it's called the pituitary gland. Then you have all of your other uh, secondary glands, if you will. So if you imagine that the hypothalamus was the owner of the baseball team, there's the owner of the Giants, right under that is Bruce Bochy, who is the coach or manager. Then he has nine players on the field that he's constantly talking to, yelling at, screaming at, praising, giving them a high five based on the, the job they do. He's got the first base, second base, third base, outfield, catcher. You know the, you know the story. Each one of those players is a hormone gland in your body. So you got, again, the thyroid gland might be first base. You've got two ovaries if you're a woman, second and third. You got a prostate if you're a male. You know, you got your gonads, your pancreas. All these glands are told what to do by Bruce Bochy. And if you're failing, Bruce is going to either fire you or shut you off, or he's going to send you down to the minors. So when your brain can't communicate with those organs, there's a problem. And the problem usually is, well, 95% of the time, it's toxicity from the environment, whether it came down from your great-grandmother, whether it's something that you ingested this lifetime, whether it's some vaccines that you got, it's stopping the body from working. So what Dr. Pompa worked on and mastered is getting the cellular toxicity out of the body via a, a, a process that you need to learn. We want to teach you how to fish. We're not going to give you a fish. So coming into our office, we're going to walk you through this program so you know how to be healthy for the rest of your life. And um, it's really important that you understand that. Um, so getting your endocrine system cleaned up is important. Doing the cellular detoxification program that we offer in our office is phenomenal. We've had so many people go through this with just incredible results, but it doesn't stop there. It's a lifestyle change. And many people that um, have gone through this workshop with us all say it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle change. So if you're ready for it, awesome. If not, that's totally okay. But we're here and 
You know, this is Rebel Radio. And I realize now that my niche, my group of people that really want what I have to offer are the baby boomers. They, they're, you know what? We've got 20, 30 years left, 10, 15 years left of good quality life. Let's not go out with cancer. Let's not go out with Alzheimer's disease. Let's not go out with diabetes where we start losing our eyesight and our limbs and our kidneys. We need to be on dialysis all the time. So much of this it can be turned around or prevented if you get on it soon enough. And I, I just implore you to check us out. Uh, my office number is 831-459-9990. And uh, this Thursday night, I'm going to be doing, we'll be doing another workshop. Come sit in and check it out. If there's standing room only, so you should get there early. Um, we're going to be doing another seven-day stenomic workshop put together by Dr. Daniel Pompa starting in, um, I think, the second week in May. And, you know, you better sign up early. Uh, it's kind of funny. One of I'm not going to read this because I'm running out of time, but one of the, the people that gave us an incredible success story, um, she, you know, the, the course is only 175 bucks, And I tell everybody, you're going to save money because you're not eating. <laughs> you're going to save money on food. And she came in the other day and, and basically said, Dr. McCollum, you, you lied to me. He said it wouldn't cost me money to do this course. And I go, well, what are you talking about? She goes, I had to buy new clothes. They, all had, they were all too big for me. Sure enough, she's lost all kinds of eczema. She's lost weight. Her energy's up. She's no longer getting migraines. And, uh, you know, it, you owe it to yourself to at least check it out. If you're going down a path and you like that path and you feel comfortable, fantastic. But you're, if you're one of those people that just feel like you've got to do something different, then... I'm the guy for you, you know. Uh, check me out, Dr. Duncan McCollum, uh, McCollum Family Chiropractic Online. Join Health Rebels. I really recommend that, you know, you can go to, you can also like Dr. Duncan McCollum DC, Dr. Dunk, Dr. Duncan McCollum DC, and that's my uh, professional Facebook page. And you could request to join Health Rebels. Just put in Health Rebels on the um, bar there on your Facebook thingamabob and press it and then we will let you in you know and i would love to have you come in i want to see if we can play um my health rebels call one more time griffin can you go ahead and play the health rebels here this is our group who are we What an incredible group. Health Rebels Fighting for Our Lives by changing the way we think about the food we're putting in our mouth, changing the way we um, take, think of our health. You know, a lot of us are so young in our head and then we get up and realize we can't even stand up because our bodies are starting to fail us. And that's what we're really working to do is to change the way the body works. So um, in a minute here, we're going to go out with... Now, I want you to listen to this because this is the end of White Rabbit and Grace Slick had it together. She said, feed your head, feed your head, feed your head. And we need our brains to be healthy. We need to get the heavy metals out of our brains and you got to do it the right way. 459-9990. Here we go with Grace Slick. next week. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.